You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. You don't know about the, the other side of the pyramid? The fifth side? It's called the floor, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure he realizes there is a fifth side of the pyramid. And I believe none of them, which makes me an expert. Hello, everyone. This is Chris and Quinn from the Cryptic Conspiracy Cult. That's right. We have a name now. Triple C. Triple C. Just like dinners, diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> Guy Fieri shows up. He's just like drunk as hell off milkshakes and pork. And he's just yeah. like, let me tell you how Dr. Oz really thought. Like, <laughs> you, you kids want to hear about the moon landing? Yeah. <laughs> he's got the fucking helmet on, yeah. sipping a milkshake underneath it. He's basically an Alex Jones wet dream. <laughs> he's Alex Jones. But driving a convertible, it's but likable. But likable. <laughs> he's like, I will say, Guy Fieri. You know what you hear more about him, the more likable. He's he the, he's the chaotic good Alex Jones. Yeah, that's what he, <laughs> he tells you about great restaurants, and then you find out he owns tortoises. <laughs> and he, and he goes to universe. Rage Against the Machine concerts. Yeah, and he figured that. Saved a bunch of people during COVID. <laughs> yeah, that too. I forgot. Damn. Solid. Solid dude. <laughs> you don't know what, what's happening. Left and right. Left and right. That's all he's throwing. Oh, of course. <laughs> so today we'll be talking about uh, probably one of the most controversial stories. Um, not because of the scientific relevance, but basically because there are people that believe the Earth is flat. Uh... And... This adds to that story uh, in a fucked up way because huh. there is a correlation between people who believe in the flat earth and the moon doesn't exist, um, which I went down a rabbit hole of this and I tried not to engage with people on Reddit when I can. Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, because the, the old proverb that should be in the Bible is don't drag yourself to an idiot's level because he'll beat you with experience. <laughs> 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 I feel like my brain is becoming softer the more I'm talking to this moron. <laughs> yeah, so going into it, uh, in July of 1969, to fulfill the promise of uh, uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, we will put a man on the moon. Keep going, Marilyn. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Keep go- they, they don't know what's happening. They don't know what happened. <laughs> he called himself a jelly donut. He's J- JFK walked so Bill Clinton could run. <laughs> <laughs> hey, policy. <laughs> President can't commit no crime. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Kennedy, four more years, baby. Four more years. <laughs> Ten more bullets. <laughs> He's not dead yet. Put a few more in him. You would think the Kennedy family would invest in probably, like, bulletproof vests. <laughs> uh, maybe a helmet or two. I think Ro- Robert should have... He had the opportunity. He had, like, fucking, like, almost 20 years to prepare. Ted Kennedy didn't invent seatbelts, so... <laughs> well, cancer got him. Yeah. <laughs> but seatbelts would have kept that girl in that car. <laughs> hey, we don't talk about that. That was an accident. <laughs> you ever heard the joke he drives so fast he can put a, a dead girl's panties in his glove box? <laughs> <laughs> But instead of this conspiracy of the Kennedys and their bad luck with women. <laughs> Extensive bad luck. Extensive bad luck with women. Because those pages in history are stuck together. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Just like Monica Lewinsky's dress. Yeah. 
So, uh, like I said, in uh, July of 1969, the, the Apollo missions um, stemming from the Gemini rockets uh, and going from like NASA's space race with the Russians uh, to kind of counter work against the Soviets from the time they launched Sputnik. Yeah, and the, put Yuri Gagarin into uh, into space. Yes, uh, I will say Yuri Gagarin doesn't get a lot of like praise. Being um, the first man in space, I agree with you. But not just that, just the balls on that motherfucker been like, I don't know to go, but come back. And like just looking at the capsule he was in, because I went to uh, the Kennedy Space Center and they actually have um, models of the different space capsules. Dude, mm-hmm. getting in the Gemini one that Buzz Aldrin had to go in. Holy fucking shit balls, dude. Like, you are like this. You feel like what a, a, a fucking jelly bean feels like under your couch. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, and like, if you look at all the astronauts, they're ver- they are like NASCAR drivers. They are very small. Yes. Um, but uh, at this time, unlike today, uh, a lot of your NASA astronauts at this time are all part of the military. Mm-hmm. This is actually a, a facet of the American Air Force at this time. Early on, it was pilots, test pilots, who had gone to the military to join up with NASA to help them with their with their uh, work in rocketry and everything. Um, now, do you know much about the history of rocketry about in the United States beginning well, around 1945? Um, I don't know the extent of going back that far. I do know that there was a lot of mishaps and mm-hmm. that they were modeled. Pretty much all the rockets were... Uh, decommissioned nuclear warheads mm. that we were just kind of utilizing. I, I don't know the very beginnings, though. So, in the beginning, uh, the Nazis invaded Poland in 1939. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. It always comes back to the fucking Nazis. <laughs> they had a lot of cool shit, man. <laughs> I'm not saying they did it, but God damn it. <laughs> but uh, a famous figure in NASA, a water von Braun, um, had been brought over because of Operation Paperclip with his rockets, uh, the V-1 and the V-2 rockets. Yeah. Um, now, how the, the greatness of NASA or space exploration is the last frontier, unlike the motto of Alaska. Um, <laughs> Motherfucker, you looked up? You, you looked see up. all the stars and you shit? You see that star over there? It's not Juno. <laughs> yeah, no acreage. Hey, you got the Big Dipper on your fucking flag, but have you actually been to it? This no. just sounds like people from fucking New York and Jersey going to Alaska just talking cash money shit. Man, fuck that out. Wearing NASA t-shirts. <laughs> Why are you here? We want to see a bear. <laughs> I've never seen a bear before my cousin before. <laughs> Okay, whatever. <laughs> Goddamn animals. <laughs> so, uh, there. Warner von Braun is a very controversial, controversial figure, not only in American history but in history of the world. Um, much like the many Nazi scientists, he did use slave labor. He did use experimentation, um, and you've you've seen the the model above Auschwitz, which is work will set you free. Yes. Uh, his was a little worse. Oh Christ! You'll work till I tell you to stop. Basically, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's just like, oh man, that twenty-four hour shift just ended. When do we start back? Twenty-four hours. <laughs> oh yeah, now. Um, I don't know why the fuck you're taking a break. <laughs> I never said break. We don't have the, the word break in German. It's not break. You know what I'm saying? It means break. <laughs> but um, he was brought over because of Operation Paperclip. Much to the chagrin of a lot of American Jews. 
uh, especially uh, in New York, who had found out later on yeah. that who is this German man and why is he working? Uh, there was actually many protests in um, the Lower East Side in Brooklyn um, in the early 40s and 50s when um, his name was brought up during the time of Sputnik and his tries to try to compete with the communists. Um Cosmonauts, which I think is funny, is like you have cosmonauts and you have astronauts, and it's just like it's just space space knots. It, it, it was just one of those things where it's like, well, they got it was like a pissing contest, yeah. kind of like in most of the Cold War. They got rockets, so we got rockets. And unlike today, the 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 political landscape was you're communist or you're not, and you're the American or you're a communist. And you got to draw a line in the sand, and that's all it was. Thanks, Joseph McCarthy. <laughs> solid guy. Solid guy. Hurry, good, made him great margarita. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like the finest of boys. <laughs> um, but anyway. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just I'm going to make sure to check under my bed so I don't see him under it tonight. He was Republican. You know who else was Republican? John Wayne Casey. <laughs> no, wait. He was a Democrat. No. Ted Bundy was a Republican. Yes, he was. He, he ran on a Republican ticket. Yes. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. The Honorable you Mayor of Saskatoon. <laughs> I'm with Ted. I'm with Ted. I run with Ted. <laughs> but uh, before we divulge to serial killers, <laughs> which are probably about probably a serial killer on the moon once or twice. Well, a few times, maybe. Never know. There, I will say, fun fact. The first crime ever committed in space was by a woman. Women are 100% responsible <laughs> for crime in space. Because <laughs> the one and only crime committed in space was by a woman. What was the crime? Identity theft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 that last batch of women we had up there during the Trump administration, one of them was fucking nuts. <laughs> Bro, okay, we're going to have to talk about that at the end of this. <laughs> I, I need to ask. So... Warner von Braun works with NASA, and NASA works with many ex-German uh, scientists, and they were able to kind of tiptoe the line of what they need, uh, especially on what fuel you need, what kind of um, fuel you'll need outside of space because of the vacuum of space. It's a vast difference. Uh, the great <laughs> thing about the Jurgen Gard story was he was able to go in space and come down, but he was able to stay in space for quite a long time was it three days if i remember right yes uh it was around two to three days uh and that and this has actually been a uh, a big part of the conspiracy is how do we determine time in space so on earth we have the prime meridian the post meridian we know when time begins for a new day we know when it ends and, you know, we have time zones and stuff like that. And, I mean, watching the sun, too. Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, however, in space, they argue time moves differently. This is actually one of the conspiracies uh, that actually came out in the 1950s wow. that, that parried over after 1969. Uh, one, of, uh, one of the many uh, physicists at the time had wrote a story saying it would actually be impossible to go in to the moon and calculate time because time moves slower on the moon. Now, what he said is time is relative. Morons took it as time itself moves slower as in you age slower. Oh, my fucking God. No, it is, it is relative because the moon doesn't rotate. It doesn't rotate. It stays, it stays still, which is something other moons do not do. 
Now, some facts going into this. Uh, the Earth has the largest moon, comparative to its planet. Yes. So, of all the other planets, they have many more moons. We're the only one with one. Uh, ours is perfectly circular. Not every planet has a perfectly circular moon. Nope. Mars has Phobos, which looks like a potato. Yeah, just yeah, a so, big-ass potato moon. So, And we don't have rings, unlike Saturn. Uh, we don't have a gas giant, and we don't have 20 goddamn moons like Jupiter, Jupiter which are all his wives and bitches. Yeah, I was about to say, he, he must have a fortune child support. Yeah, and I love how they carry that over from Greek mythology to naming the fucking planets. Yeah, it's all his kids. Yeah, that's it's all his all kids his or kids. wives or some shit or bitches he fucks. I think that was kind of the Romans going, look, we can do it too. What do you yeah. think about that? Yeah. And Pluto, and I will say, the people who decided to say Pluto isn't a planet Go fuck yourself. are the same people who got rid of chicken fries from Burger King. <laughs> yeah, those motherfuckers. those motherfuckers. And they're the ones who got rid of the Mexican pizza from Taco yep. Bell. Yep. The true centrists. <laughs> <laughs> Ungodly liberals. <laughs> Even guys that fucking Ron Swanson would not agree with. No. <laughs> are the same people who created skim milk. <laughs> Bastards. Which is milk pretending to be water. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just water with a little bit of glue additive. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so uh, going into this, uh, Michael Collins, Buzz Aldrin, and Neil Armstrong uh, were chosen to fly on the Apollo 11 mission to the moon. Now, this isn't the first attempt. This is actually the first safe attempt. Uh, <laughs> beforehand, the United States had sent people to space. Um Michael Collins is one of them. Yes. Um, they performed spacewalks. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, maintenance. Maintenance mm-hmm. programming. Uh, they did a lot of stuff going into this. Um, now, what are some theories you've heard about the moon landing? Well, I'm sure everybody, listeners included, have heard that the one prominent theory is that it was staged. Uh, it never happened. It was staged somewhere in either a, the most blatant one being a, a Hollywood hangar, or some people speculate it could have been done in Area 51. Um, another one I've heard is that we weren't the first ones there. Um, the United States didn't get there in time. It's also believed that the Russians had gotten there, but in addition to that, the Russians also had put somebody in space prior to Yuri Gagarin, who was a woman, because supposedly in Italy, there was these two teenagers that heard uh, radio interference uh, from a transmission, and it sounded like a woman who was speaking, clearly was speaking Russian, and it sounded like she was trying to figure out something, like she was lost and trying to come home. Mm. It was very shaky, very in and out, and it only lasted for about, I think, 25 minutes, 25 to 45 minutes, and then it, the signal petered out and everything returned to normal. Um, now, what do you know about what happened in space with the, the, the oxygen tank life support system going down? Um, I know that it was malfunctioning, and mm-hmm. Apollo 13 also encountered something very similar, too, mm-hmm. uh, that... There was a lot of issues going into it that Apollo 11 should not have happened. Mm. There was a lot of things preventing it from occurring. Even when they landed on the moon, they couldn't stay very long. Uh, I think, how long did they stay? Like, was it six hours or was it less than that? I think it was only like a couple of hours. Yeah, so um, the AGS system failed. Yeah. uh, And then they were able to troubleshoot it. Now, here's some 
like some weird things. Uh, the AGS system was created by Northrop Grumman, uh, also known as making Tomahawk missiles, Sidewinders, nice. uh, the Tomcat, and some other uh, crazy fucking shit that goes boom. Well, uh, because it's a small world, one of the people that worked on the AGS system was Judith Love Cohen. Have you ever heard of Judith Love Cohen? The name sounds very familiar. She's the mother of Jack Black, which is hilarious. And you know what's funny, too? He's got a fucking animated uh, series about the Apollo missions. Yeah, because his mother was a part oh, of Oh, yep, yep. That makes a lot of fucking sense now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's fantastical. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love the story. I just wanted to bring that up real quick because I, I knew she was a part of it, and uh, she found the equation to the yeah. for the trajectory of that rocket. Yeah. yeah. So going into going into the whole space race itself, and what what kind of was kind of at the at stake was not only American pride, but also the level of technology that was developed just to do this mission. Yeah. Now, a lot of the conspiracy is how were they able to go to the moon on something that has less computing power, less, you know, technical aspect than my smartwatch, which I think a lot of people underestimate what machines have been capable of doing. Oh yeah. I mean, they had suit, they had computers back then, but computers, they didn't have what what we have now, which is a microprocessor. Yeah. That's kind of like why in the Fallout games they have big ass screens because a microprocessor was never invented. Yeah. Oh, the Fallout, the Fallout universe is fucking hilarious. It's like it branches off around this time, though. It branches mm-hmm. off right after World War II. But yeah. they had computers, they had uh, computation units, but they just were fucking massive fucking full room type of technology like you would need a separate room for your computers and just to go into this uh, like i said michael collins buzz aldrin and neil armstrong on the morning of july 16th load into their um, rocket my birthday again (laughs) yeah a saturn 5 equipped rocket um, in kennedy space center a three-stage 363 foot rocket Uh, it uses about 7.5 million pounds of thrust uh, that's something Jules Verne didn't think of when he wrote from the Earth to the Moon. Uh, hey, hey, how do you think you can get up there? How do you think you can get up there? I'm going to use a slingshot. Dale, that's all I need. That's all I need. Give me a slingshot, some big chew bubble gum, and I'm And set. what's funny is, like, in the time of Jules Verne, in the 1800s, of writing, hey, you know, how would we get to space? It would be a flaming ball. That would take us up, and he 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 wrote this as fiction, and at that time fireworks were kind of big because oh, of yeah. the Chinese immigration for the railroads. So he might, at one point probably saw the ingenuity of what fireworks are, but to think about that as a form of travel to outer space is pretty fantastical. It really is because it's it's foreshadowing without the knowledge of any advancements in future technology mm-hmm. i mean the sky was the limit back then especially for people yeah. in that uh that century yeah and then he wrote you know from earth to the moon um now the the amount of people who have died from nasa is is fascinating <laughs> just in testing alone oh god um, another person we talked to uh, russ from um no time to turn is a big history buff, especially on the NASA end of it. That's awesome. And um, he would not like to be on this because if I had said the moon landing was fake, he'd probably punch me in the mouth. You motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, it, have you ever met anybody that thought the moon landing was fake? 
I haven't met anybody that's how can I put it passionate that that's very staunch in their stance that oh it's fake. I've met people that have thrown around the idea mm-hmm. and hell when I was going to uh, space camp of all things I actually got to meet astronauts and talk to them and one of the questions that they asked was do you guys ever get the like do people ever come up to you and ask if the moon landing was fake or say the moon landing was fake and it was funny hearing them even say oh all the fucking time the minute I mention I'm an astronaut people ask that's one of the first questions yeah and to them it's like no of course not never met anybody met plenty of flat earthers but not Mm -hmm. a a moon landing nut (laughs) yeah um there was one guy who famously ran up to buzz aldrin and tried that shit but on an aggressive way he pushed his i think it was his granddaughter at the time (laughs) and tried to get the brothers and people forget uh michael collins and buzz aldrin and neil armstrong were in the military yeah so buzz aldrin proceeded to punch this dude's fucking lights out and this happened like 10 years ago no shit yeah so old, I remember the video buzz. yeah old buzz and I love a, <laughs> still is a fuck around I think it's I, I kind of think it's fucked up when it comes to Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins cause it's like alright Neil hop on that motherfucker and then it's just like hey what are you I was the second man on the moon ah you fucking loser bam <laughs> well uh, Michael Collins is the one who had to stay who didn't even land on the moon he had to orbit yeah and he had to orbit above him and that fucking sucks. <laughs> like, how's it going down there? Oh, just fucking great, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> but it, you wish you were down here. So, what you doing? I'm on the moon, Mike. I know you are. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Must be nice. Get fucked. <laughs> Turns his fucking mic on. Beep. Until Buzz, this guy's a fucking downer, dude. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna pick us up just out of spite. <laughs> I know, I've been keeping an eye on making sure that motherfucker keeps coming, coming back around. around. Yeah, coming back around. <laughs> and what what I think is kind of fascinating is uh, the the reentry vehicle. Did you ever get a chance when you were down there to see the reentry yes, vehicle? Yes, I did. I saw it at the Air and Space Museum. I, I It is, dude, like I said about the Gemini rockets, it you sit there like it's one thing to see it in a in a documentary film it's mm-hmm. one thing to hear it from a story read it in a book but to see it physically in person you're wondering how the fuck did this come back in yeah i mean that it could have you think about tragedies like the columbia rocket or the challenger explosion another great example well that's right like uh you break to columbia i was in a walmart when that was going on that's wild and the t this is back when they had tvs in a walmart like on the aisles and oh, stuff yeah i forgot about those days yeah, Shit. yeah. and the news was on and they were showing just this rocket re-entering and just blowing the fuck up and shattering it to pieces i'm like holy shit the fucked up thing is they played the fucking audio tape for that shit when i was in a a space camp yeah oh my god bro well have you heard the uh the cosmonaut audio tapes i have not i i've I've so they had attempted to put a woman in space yes uh she blew the fuck up I wonder if that's that same woman that you were hearing in um, uh, that the, those two Italian uh, teenagers heard through their radio, the interference yeah. coming from communications. Yeah, so, yeah, so she, she, her radio was on the whole time, and she was burning up in the atmosphere. Fuck. Yeah, because, um, you know, we sent all kinds of stuff into space. Dogs, chimps, yeah. all kinds of shit. I think a bird at one point, too. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. it. Why not? It flies down here, it could fly up there. <laughs> now, I had heard a story about one of the most... Um, about the male and female uh, astronauts who went in there, uh, the conspiracy of why they were really sent up there, it was for them to see if they could fuck in space. 
if it was possible because of what space does to you on a on a on a biological level and zero gravity that's the next level up from the mile high club yeah, <laughs> yeah. i came and god was pissed <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you doing nothing in space <laughs> well it's, 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 it's on a scientific level if, you know going into it just real quick i talked to a buddy of mine and it's like we had we had argued what is considered what do you what rules do you consider a, a, a place conquered do you kill the indigenous people do you do you set up a settlement do you do you have agriculture yeah i said if you can fuck there you've conquered it <laughs> you're not wrong because that's that's the most and intimate you, and vulnerable time and there's nothing to really fight in space other than the elements itself yeah but what happens to your body in space is fucking awful Muscle degeneration, essentially. Yes. Uh, a great test that was done was this. Uh, you remember Gabby Gifford? Yes, I do. Yeah, her husband was an astronaut, and his brother was an astronaut because they were twins. That's cool. And they were going to do a Nazi S experiment and send one to space and see what happens to him, and you do tests on the other one. Holy shit! And see what the difference was when the guy came back. The problem was Gaffy Gifford, uh, Kathy Gifford, got shot in the face by a yep. terrorist, and. Uh, he decided to stay, and his brother went instead. So the science <laughs> experiment changed. We just switched him out. Yeah, and so could you just imagine that? I'm about to go to space. I'm in the part of a fucking, exp- you know, a great experiment. Your wife going- just got shot. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! This means it's my time to shine, baby. He's <laughs> yeah. like, get fucked, Tim. <laughs> I've been second best my whole life, bitch. Yeah. Suck it, <laughs> suck my dick. <laughs> but yeah, so like. Uh, uh, so in this one, though, this was just to see if they can get a lander on the moon. Yes. Uh, I saw the lander, a uh, replica of the lander in the Air and Space Museum. It's cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, I corrected a guy in front of his son. He's like, yeah, that was on the moon. I'm like, no, the, it wasn't. That's not the one that was on the moon. That thing is blown to shit. <laughs> the original's gone. Like, yeah, it blew yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> they, they got rid of that shit yeah. pretty fucking quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, 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 they got in the rocket, got off. Got back on a new rocket. It took the fuck off. <laughs> Later. Deuces. <laughs> and I remember uh, reading some stories about kind of the worries that were happening during 1969 of where exactly they were going to land on reentry. If the reentry is wrong, what happens if they land in the South China Sea near Vietnam? Yeah. Or, you know, near Japan where the Russian Navy is, was based? Uh, what are some, what happens if they land here? Because the water is the. Aim for the big blue. <laughs> Aim for the can. ocean. Hope for the best. Hope for the best. Nah, they hit fucking Lake Pontchartrain or some shit. Just <laughs> bam, right in the middle. You had the whole Gulf, but you hit the lake in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> it looked nice from a distance. It was pretty scenic coming down. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of there's a flaming ball and some orange parachutes. <laughs> I feel bad for the Cajun people. Look at that over there. So uh, the mission duration lasted uh, uh, around a little over eight days. Uh, but I, can you just imagine what's going on through their minds? And then years later being told, nah, man, that wasn't real. I'm just like, I, I would lose my fucking I shit. I was cramped in basically a tube of fucking toothpaste rattling around outside of Earth's atmosphere and hoping to God I wasn't going to blow up for you, and only to come back for you, who's never done anything with your fucking life, to tell yeah. me it was fake. Yeah, that would be pretty fucking insulting. So have you heard about the insurance issue with the three astronauts oh no i gotta hear about this <laughs> so so neil michael and buzz could not get health insurance you're kidding me because of their they were astronauts because they couldn't the, the liability was too high 
Well, no shit. <laughs> so they sat with their wives and signed postcards and sold them and told their wives, here's some more. If if something bad happens, sell these so you'll be okay. It's like a life insurance policy. Yeah. But wow. it was basically creating your own currency. For real? Though. So you could save your fucking life down the road. <laughs> um, Astronauts and entrepreneurs. And I'm just thinking about that like, yeah, they're not really part of the military anymore, so there wouldn't be nothing any any pension. No pension, no policy for life insurance, no yeah. health insurance, because in NASA's mind at that time, you're going to blow up or you're not. It's 50-50. Yeah, so once they returned... Oh, let's, let's talk about why they, how they were up there. So they performed a handful of experiments while they are up there. Now, one, some of the shots that were... Some of the photographs that were taken... Uh, Prove, disprove almost every uh, conspiracy against it. Some say, oh, it was on a sound stage and you don't see the stars. Yeah. Well, there's a reason you don't see stars in photographs like that. The same reason you don't see stars when you take a photo of the sky here in Charlotte. The light is too bright. Mm-hmm. So the sun shining off the dirt on the moon causes the contrast effect. Causes, causes the contrast effect and you can't see it. Oh, the flag is waving. There, uh, no, the flag has wires in it, and it's stationary from the top to the side. That flag is probably fell down. It's bleach white because the sun probably destroyed it. Oh, definitely. Um, Even the photo they probably left is all just blank yes, down through the yeah, Polaroid. I, I thought that was probably the coolest part of the story was the photo he left behind. Yeah, of his family. That was honestly my favorite thing was reading about that and him putting his footprint right on it too, just for the sake of preserving it and they had given him like multiple scripts to read if they had landed on the moon like this one's for america basically <laughs> like if there were patriotic speeches to give of course and he decided on a more human level of what he said one small step for man one giant leap for, for mankind. mankind and he actually got a lot of hell for that from the uh from certain members of the government at that time um because That's, you know this is an american accomplishment yeah but it's also accomplishment for mankind mankind because eventually we got to kill the nazis on the moon and we have to get a base <laughs> up there and this is our first steps toward that <laughs> we're taking baby steps towards the major operation <laughs> yeah like we got, we got to do what we got to do <laughs> listen you can't rome wasn't built in a day we can't kill the moon nazis in a day too yeah and without that, we wouldn't have Space Force. <laughs> You're damn right. And a $200 million deficit when it comes to that fucking problem. Oh, I gotta love being in debt because of Space Force. We didn't, Every- even get the, we didn't even get the Starship Enterprise out of it. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, dude, I was hoping for the Starship Enterprise, the Millennium Falcon, some X-Wings, I think a we're on that, we're, I think we're on that path timeline in Star Trek where it's, like, the evil Enterprise. Oh, no, not the evil Enterprise. Evil Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I just picture Patrick Stewart, but with long hair. <laughs> like he was not Dune? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah, he, had, Patrick he, had hat, he was all party in the back. <laughs> all Picard in the front. <laughs> it's like the mullet, but if you like suffered second degree burns in your face from like a grease trap that had ice cubes in it. Just looking like Gina from fucking uh, from, uh, The Sopranos after she fucked that pan exploded in her face. <laughs> That's right. Oh, fuck. God, you should have stayed with Ralphie, you dumb bitch. <laughs> But yeah, so they they splashed down in the Pacific Ocean on July 24th after more than eight days. Now, 
at one point during the the, the trip, uh, right after he was able to exit the module, um, and they were able to move about, this is this is where another part of the conspiracy comes in. Richard Nixon was able to call them huh? while they were in space, uh, and there's an eight minute delay. And because there's a delay, because it's signal bouncing back, uh, he was able to talk to Neil Armstrong while he was in the module. Holy shit! Which is, you know, in 1969, that's that's goddamn fascinating. Yeah, it's unheard even of. Now, even now, it's fucking fascinating. Yeah, like you're talking to a motherfucker in space. Not only that, you're talking to the president in yeah. space. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, shut up, checkers! I'm talking to goddamn astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just hear Agnew. I am Agnew. <laughs> No, 1969, it's uh, probably Gerald Ford. Oh, yeah, it probably is. Gerald, wake up. Wake up, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you know this guy falls down like every five minutes, right? <laughs> this guy might be president one day. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the uh, some of the crazy things I think about this is Edwin Buzz Aldrin actually had been to space multiple times. So is Michael Collins. I believe was he in the the Mercury uh, rocket, not the Gemini rocket, the Mercury rocket, the very first one that launched an American in space? Because I cannot remember that guy's name. That was the very first American in space. So that Buzz happened. Aldrin was part of the Gemini twelve. Okay, and he was Apollo Apollo eleven. Okay, um, he retired actually three years after coming back. No shit from his trip from his trip to the moon, um, but he. He was able to uh, be still part of NASA much much, much later. He did a lot of um, what do you call it, um, like advisory training stuff. Well, like not just that, but like um, stuff with Harlan Williams, <laughs> like like trust missions where he would go out and talk to people about NASA and oh, yeah. why we always need to up the budget. Now, do you know what the budget is for NASA? Now it's probably substantially out of the whole budget percentage was it's one percent of one percent i remember hearing about that yeah, yeah there's little to no funding and they were able to go to the fucking moon dude it's it's insane seeing that launch pad firsthand too is it's surreal yeah seeing that like actually it, oh, it's it, like a fucking skyscraper it's like a skyscraper but not only that seeing the uh, the crawlers they use to transport the rockets mm-hmm. dude you I tripped the fuck out when I saw it. They are massive. Probably yeah. the biggest things I've ever seen. Have turbine sort of treads. They don't. They, they're yeah. not like tanks where they have regular metal treads going over rocks and shit. Mm-hmm. Like trips you out to see how small you really are. Yeah, and um, a lot of you know people from JPL had to figure out you know not just weight, but hey, what what can we send up there equipment wise? What can they use? And now. It's not a big deal. No, it's pretty easy. Uh, now we're just trying to figure out how to get robots to stay alive on Mars. Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> and that's another fun thing about uh, science fiction. Mars is inhabited by dead robots. <laughs> if I had told you that in 1969, without any context, and you totally believe me, your mind would melt. Yep. Yep. Like, they're dead robots. Okay. 
Well, were they there before we got... No, no, we put them there. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just fucking... We put them there. Yeah, no. They, they, they tried to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there was a war that we were preventing. We had a choice to make. Yeah, there was war. Uh, Ought three, man. I was there. <laughs> we were going DEFCON 4, man. That shit yeah. was crazy. Yeah, the fucking Nixon robot was hiding under his desk and yeah. everything. He was doing that shaking shit. The Skynet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the T-800s. Listen, if it wasn't for John Connor, <laughs> this country wouldn't be the country it is today. <laughs> And this is why time travel doesn't exist. <laughs> we got rid of that shit, too. Yeah, we got rid of that shit. I'm the last one. <laughs> oh, fuck. Thanks, NASA. Thanks, NASA, you cheap whore. <laughs> ah, science. <laughs> so, uh, did you ever watch the the uh, re-release of the unseen footage that came out of the I moon landing? did. I actually was in an IMAX theater when I saw it. Okay. Uh, actually, at the Kennedy Space Center, they have a really cool IMAX there, man. Probably the biggest IMAX I've ever been in. So, uh, I remember when uh, Neil Armstrong died back in 2012. That was kind of a big event, and that's mm-hmm. when they decided to re- do all the re-release of all the uh, old footage. Yes. Going on, uh, I remember I was in a dialysis center at that time and uh, checking that shit out. Because um, I had a laptop with me, I was just like, man, that's that's pretty cool. And then I got into the forum thing, and it was just like, this is all bullshit. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Dude, the man just fucking died. He's not even cold yet. <laughs> yeah, like, they don't give a fuck. They really don't give a fuck. Um, and what's funny, you know, when you look up, you know, the 1969 moon landing, like, of all the prominent figures, you know, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, Michael Collins isn't listed. Nope, at all. And that sucks because, you know, he's your fucking ride. Yeah. You know, he's your DD. Everybody, I was just about to say, everybody forgets their DD. Yeah, everybody forgets their DD. I DD for a long time. Yeah, get Same. fucked. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no thank you. It's a thankless job. That's how I met Tony Leone. No shit. I was a DD for one of his bands. Bro, that's awesome. That's he so fucking, cool. He's driving a van from fucking Raleigh at three in the morning all the way back to Mooresville, North Carolina. He fucking runs around the side, hugs me with a bear hug. Thank you, man. I'm just like, word, stranger. <laughs> Have a good one. I'm out. And then he killed three <laughs> in a car accident. I tried. I, I tried. Did my best. I fucking tried. <laughs> but yeah, so like some of the conspiracies I've always heard is not just like the the lack of technology, but thus the it was just to beat the communists. To an extent, it was kind of like that, but that's why we had the arms race. Yeah, the arms race was more so to beat the communists. This was just kind of a, a cultural victory over the communists. Now, do you know about the uh, Treaty of Nations about space? Um, somewhat details are a little hazy. I know that uh, war in space is a very difficult issue. So there was a treaty signed not long after the Apollo missions that the demilitarization of space. Gotcha. Uh, no country owns space. Um. And that weapons being uh, proliferated in space were a big fuck you, no, no yeah. kind of situation. Um, and there's a book called The Martian. Uh, they made a movie. Uh, um, With Matt Damon? Matt Damon. <laughs> of course. Um, and he actually goes into detail a little bit uh, how space is treated, much like maritime law. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, this is actually a funny story about... Uh, because eventually, when we're old, this may be an issue, depending on how society goes. Um, <laughs> when it comes to other planets, um, there's no written rule 
about what happens if a child is born on another planet. Oh, fuck. You mean like nationality? More like ownership. Yeah. So, because maritime law works in a weird way, like... Kind of like international not, waters. Yeah, international water. No judicial prudence. Yeah. Uh, Robert Heinlein wrote a book like this that solved this problem called Stranger in a Strange Land. Oh, Christ. He also wrote Starship Troopers. So, Oh, man, what the fuck? <laughs> they're fantastic books. The duality of man. <laughs> Both are actually left and right. Yeah, because Starship Troopers is a primarily right-wing, uh, fascist, militarized um, concept. Kill the bugs, man. Kill all the bugs. Well, Stranger in Strange Land is the opposite of that. It is Make more, peace. But it's more of a liberal, hippie look because uh, the character uh, is, is birthed by two parents who died on Mars. And he lives on Mars with Martians. Wow. And he grows to learn their culture. By Earth standards, he owns Mars. Wow. Because the law says so. He's the only Earthling that's Yeah, there. the government's trying to keep him hidden because it's like, oh shit, we can't let this... This is going to be a political issue, yeah. Yeah, and it's and if anybody listened to this, please read the book. It's fucking hilarious. I have to read that. This too. lady gives him some water, and he fucking loses it. He's like, oh my God, you're my water brother. And it's just like, <laughs> oh shit, it's Mad Max. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. This is where they start having speeder bikes, and then you get a biker gang, and... <laughs> yep. I am the doof boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like the, there is like the it's the involvement of law through necessity when it came to uh, making laws in space. Now the moon, however, um, technically doesn't have lines drawn in the sand when it comes to property. Wow, or defense. Uh, wow. Because the moon is ever changing and it's dangerous, not just due to the lack of atmosphere and the lower gravity, uh, because it's more susceptible to being hit by big fucking rocks. Well, that's why it's got old fucking holes in it too. Yeah. But also, there's the uh, I, I spoke to before you about the Terminator line, which is the terminus of the light and dark side of the moon, freezing to death. Yeah. So severe hypothermia. So you. There are some movies that actually tackle this. One of those we were speaking about earlier was Apollo 13. Apollo 18. 18. That, that's the one, uh, 13's with uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, uh, Apollo 18 was the fictional style of yeah. the last moon landing. Yes. Uh, about rock lobsters. But uh, they, <laughs> play, they do a really good scene where he's in the darkness of space on the dark side of the moon. And he, his temperature's going down. He's like, fuck, I gotta move. But he's in a massive crater. And oh he, yeah, and he can't really get out, and there's a cosmonaut ship in there, and it's fucking, it's fucking wild. It's bad yeah. shit. But uh, yeah, bugs in space. That's probably that's the true story. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, the famous, the famous story of the fake moon landing is Stanley Kubrick was hired to fake the moon landing. Have you heard this story? I've, I've actually, I'm very familiar with that. I, I couldn't remember the director they yeah. hired for it. But. So in The Shining, uh, the boy stands up and he slowly gets up and he's wearing an Apollo 11 sweater. Yep. And the joke is, I think it's a joke, is Stanley Kubrick made that movie to apologize for faking the moon landing. And I'm just thinking, it's just a kid with a fucking sweater. Like, just calm down. It's not that fucking deep. It's not. It's <laughs> he not. liked space. Like, even in the book, Danny liked space in The Shining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so 
Yeah, it's just the batshit crazy. Oh, yeah. It's fucking out there. And he's not that good of a director to fake it. (laughs) This is where we disagree. (laughs) You and Paul would get along then. (laughs) Because other than Full Metal Jacket, he ain't got much for me. I don't know, man. I like his stuff. I like 2001 Space Odyssey. I thought that was great. fucking apes and duality of life. I thought that was such a great concept because it comes full circle. That's a fucking monolith. God damn it, just let me have this. <laughs> He's an old man eating soup at the end. Yeah, but then he becomes a fetus again. It's life it's, coming full circle. Yeah, it's a space fetus. It's a Rick and Morty story. <laughs> don't, don't you fucking taint Stanley Kubrick's name with that bullshit. <laughs> Another joke I heard was Stanley, uh, uh, if ate the boot landed, but he couldn't fake it because he only feel, he would only want to film on location. <laughs> We're going to get spacesuits. I already called NASA. They're cool with it. <laughs> and, like, have you seen some of the uh, other countries' space equipment, like Britain's uh, space equipment? A little, uh, uh, little sketch. Yeah, it is sketchy. But if they look like the Apollo, right now, the ones they have now look like the Apollo 11. Same with the Chinese. Yeah. Hey, God bless them. Yeah. Good luck, motherfuckers. <laughs> you guys got it. We tried it already. We're good to go. You see, we've advanced. <laughs> and, uh, you ever th- like, so <laughs> you think they'll plant their flag on the moon? <laughs> Knock over the American flag and put theirs right well, there? Well, ours is already knocked over in white, so. <laughs> yeah, just put it put it in the exact same spot where ours was. Like, look specifically for yeah. the spot just to put a middle finger there. How, how long do you think it would take the United States to send another guy over there to kick oh, the Chinese be, flag down? It would be within, like, two weeks. Not even. <laughs> not even. And they wouldn't advertise or say anything on the news till like, two days later when the guy's already back. Yeah. <laughs> just so the did Chinese ever, can't retaliate. Did you ever watch that show with Steve Carell on Netflix about the Space Force? I've been wanting to watch watch that i haven't watched it i've been watching the one with uh seth mcfarland yeah it's funny because the chinese astronauts are uh the space uh the spaceships are interacting with each other in space and they steal a fucking american chimp (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking hilarious (laughs) there's a part where they land their 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 moon their lunar module and the chinese land their lunar module (laughs) and they and they kind of cross each other on their buggies and they disassemble the a module for the Chinese, and when they get back, the Chinese have already disassembled theirs, and now they're both stuck. And that's how it ends. <laughs> oh, that's like, awesome. Just with less fuck you. <laughs> we that couldn't is, get along long enough to survive on a moon. That, that makes me think of that whole thing that happened in the uh, India, the border of India and China, where it was the soldiers that were on the border. They didn't have any guns or anything because it was a yeah. DMZ, so they just yeah. started a big-ass fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was on the border of Pakistan and India. Yeah, I, I believe it, but I just see the same concept happening even in space. It's like, well, we can't use weapons, but nobody well, said anything about these. <laughs> a lot of a lot of this is just you know propaganda stuff. Um, oh yeah, a funny story about borders. Um, on the North Korean South Korean border, American soldiers have to measure over six foot two. That to be my yep. height or over to be at the at the border. Yep, because the North Korean soldiers are naturally smaller and due to malnutrition they're getting smaller actually mm-hmm. and i think that's hilarious well the, another thing too plus whenever, they, they they hang on to each other yeah whenever they, i was just about they to go through the doors. Get, open the doors just in case somebody tries to get handsy and pull them through yeah because you know that, you know one guy that's coming through with hands on get your goddamn hands off me yeah for real i want to go to south korea south korea's got soul <laughs> <laughs> please i'm a huge k-pop fan just take me over bts <laughs> bts <laughs> Come on, can we get him? He's adorable. Look at him. Look at him. Well, you heard about the guy who made it across who got shot like yeah. nine times. And st- and fucking went through a minefield, lost his friend in the electric fence, and still fucking made it. And 
you know, took AK rounds to the fucking mm-hmm. back and shit, and they found the world's largest parasite inside of them. Yep. Yeah, that's some thing shit. Yeah, for real. That that yeah. famine in 1993 did not go well. Yeah, but that guy, like, it, like the footage of that, I don't know, we're devolved into North Korea, but, like, if you look at the footage, the soldiers run out of the Jeep, and one of the other soldiers grabs the other soldiers, like, don't go past that line, and throws him back over North Korea because <laughs> yeah. so, they're chasing this dude. No, 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 base, base, base. Base, base. Free, I got free space, free space, floor is lava, bi- floor is lava. It's the biggest game of manhunt on an international stage. Yeah. Well, can you, like, when I think about, you know, the moon landing and the effects, you know, and the conspiracy of it all, I totally believe the moon landing happened. Yeah, same. And every every conspiracy is bullshit. Of course. But there are conspiratorial ramifications of the moon landing of, well, what happens when two countries land on the moon that aren't allies? What technically savvy countries, let's say, let's say we stay out of it for a while. We're, we're NASA is basically a for-profit government agency. They're sending up satellites. Yep. But let's say Elon Musk says, "Fuck it, I'm going to send one of my boys up there, actually do a moonwalk." He sent a car to space. Why not? You know. Yeah, of course. Sky's the limit. Yeah, the moon's the limit. The moon's the limit. <laughs> Push it to the limit. <laughs> but let's say he says, like, let's say he goes to the moon. Can you imagine that? What if Elon Musk had the testicular fortitude? to get on one of his goddamn rockets and fly to the moon. You think he'd leave a grime CD? Ooh. <laughs> nah. nah. I think he'd figure out a way to piss on the moon. I, You know what? Probably, but I think he'd... Need- can you imagine, like, the balls of that motherfucker have been like, yeah, piss in a cup that has a pressurized seal, then the pressurized seal, and... <laughs> Some idiot left his picture of his family up there. I totally pissed on that, too. <laughs> America would send some random satellite trash his way so goddamn fast to kill him. We still got the Hubble telescope. Yeah, but it's, you know, deconditioned. I don't give a fuck. Aim it at him. Aim it at him. Launch that shit. Focus the sun on him like like he's a Bond villain. It's fucking Moonraker. Jaws is the one controlling. But I think about it like with the privatization of space. You know, at what it? I don't want to go down the 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 rabbit hole of Ed Norton's like talk about the future and Fight Club, where he's just like the Verizon Galaxy, the Starbucks cluster. <laughs> I, I don't want to have the uh, the Pluto Nash kind of concept either, where it's like we build a fucking casino resort and all that type of stuff on the moon too. Yeah, I mean, but that would be the direction we would head if we had somebody like that, a um, entrepreneur billionaire. Uh, going up there and setting up shop, more or less. Now, uh, fun, uh, you think within our lifetime we'll see anyone, a human being, be on the Mars? I think in time, I think it's going to be another probably 40, 50 fucking years, if that. Because Even since, with the progress of technology? Yeah, because at this point, we don't really have a government agency for that. NASA got decommissioned during the uh, Obama presidency. You know, it uh, got pulled. All the funding got pulled. Now it's just a shell of its former self. I mean, even when I was going there, um, still during the Bush presidency, uh, like that was around the time I attended space camp and all that, they were even talking about already in most of the documentaries, even our counselors were even mentioning, at this point, NASA's losing so much funding that it's going to pass the torch off to private agencies spacex was actually one of the primary ones that was mentioned Mm. before you know elon musk really brought everything to the forefront Mm. i don't know i I would like to see nasa thrive again me too 
there was a, a mockumentary uh, alternate history someone made where uh, NASA was allowed to be for profit. Ooh. And it became the militarization of space. Space guns. They're M16s that shoot bullets a certain way. What? And I kind of got in a discussion with somebody about this. Um, if you were to fire a, a rifle in space, a, a standard, you know, man, man, yeah, how far and how dangerous would it be to fire a gun in space? And we had talked about how the bullet wouldn't stop. No, uh, it wouldn't. It would keep going if there's nothing to hit it. You there's know. no gravity either. It wouldn't drop. There would be no drag. Yeah. Uh, it would just be a flying piece of metal. But how far would it go um, and how hard would it hit? Which, you know, here, you know, propulsion goes a certain way before it drops. Um, kind of like the bullet myth where you shoot a gun up in the air, you get killed by the bullet coming down, which mm-hmm. is a myth. Um, no shit. Yeah, like terminal velocity of a piece of metal is not affected by downward gravity unless you shoot down. Uh, that makes sense. So, that makes sense. So a bullet goes, a bullet that weighs as much as this fucking coat cap will go that far. Oh, yeah. Terminal velocity is nine seconds. So after nine seconds, it's hit. It's going as fast as it's ever going to go. Damn. Yeah. It'll hurt like a motherfucker because it's a piece of metal, but it, it won't kill you. Yeah, it won't. It, the only time a bullet kills you if, if there's a, a billionaire in a hot air balloon firing, <laughs> which I was really hoping for that in the future. <laughs> like like a kind of uh, kind of like uh, the most dangerous game. Oh, in, fuck. Yeah. In, in yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's that's my the dream. Zeppelins. That's my dream. Uh, that was <laughs> to my be dream. that villain. Yeah, to be that guy. <laughs> he's justified in what he does. Hey, he, he he's living his life. What can you say? Not just for inflation. It's only $250,000 to hunt a person. <laughs> yeah. Now it's probably like $350,000. Oh, yeah. Because now with inflation. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Just trying to do my dream here. <laughs> living my best life. One nickel at a time. <laughs> now, uh, I will say this. Uh, I do have some like radical ideas of things that can be done in space. Uh, what do you think are some of the things we need to try to do in space? Well, for one, I would love to see just an experiment. I, I know the military would jump on it in a heartbeat, but to test uh, gun firing in space, I would love to see the test on that. Um, God, I, I honestly would love to see a second moon mission, but I would actually love to see something come out of it, kind of like what they project for Mars, where they have this concept of setting up shops, setting up an entire base. I mean, we have to, we, we learn to walk before we could run. And even uh, hearing people, like during that seminar I was attending where we were speaking with astronauts, they were even, uh, the group of them were even all in agreement of, we need to have a launch pad or something else set up on the moon, kind of like back in the day when we would have different areas, like a, um, an aircraft carrier, but then you would land on the mainland to refuel and then fly back out. It's the same concept. Mm-hmm. You leave launch pad A on Earth, go to B on the moon, and then move on to Mars. It's like the moon would be a stopping point. Um, I'd love to see colonization of Mars, but I feel like that would be a very hazy issue. Just because I could see borders being transferred, if that makes sense. Where it's like, you know, the United States makes it up here. We've got about a thousand people in one spot. Now the Chinese come up and suddenly they're not too coy about us being here and finding natural resources. So when it comes to the human body in space, no one, all of this theory of what happens to the human body in space, 
some you freeze your tongue ex, you know bowls your, your lungs explode yeah no one really knows ah now this is gonna be a very fucking radical idea let's hear it instead of executing people like we do and with absolute 100 percent proof of malice and forethought for their crime i i'm just throwing this out here okay you're talking to a guy whose favorite book is most dangerous game and who likes to watch people cry on youtube so my idea my heartless idea is we jettison them in space i am totally for that and then let them go in the vacuum of space and document what happens you know and i heard somebody talk about this years ago about what would was it a dictator no or like some ex-nazi scientist who's like 95 years old i shook hands with hitler (laughs) i was was down as bad as it is to say but as predictable as it is also it was a 13 year old (laughs) asking what would happen if somebody just got shot out into space would they explode and the person replied no, not necessarily, because when you think about it, we refer to as space as what? The vacuum. What does a vacuum do? It sucks. So what happens when you send out a piece of matter or a body, for example? It's going to get sucked in somehow, especially without the pressurization of the suit. It's going to be the equivalent of going too far down into the depths of the ocean, but instead of getting compacted and crushed, you get sucked into yourself. So you basically become like that big mm. and that's pretty much it you cease to exist i, think, I just think it would be more fascinating to just see the fucking body float around yeah so like, like my ideas of what some things that we need to start doing are radical as hell i believe that we should use steroids in the in every athlete just to see the peak of human condition but that's just me make the game make it fair for everybody yeah i want to see i want to see what happens if you try to i want to see 500 foot home runs i want to see <laughs> I want to see a guy at 54 play as a linebacker in the NFL. I want to see a 500-pound man run a 440. (laughs) Just see the unthinkable and the unspeakable happen, like some superhero-type shit, but using nothing but steroids and possibly PCP to get it done. You want to see peak human conditioning, you're going to need that shit when we fight the Mars people. (laughs) For real? We've decided to use performance-enhancing drugs on an extensive... I mean, the Nazis used fucking Privetin, which was meth, during the invasion of Poland, so you know what? Jimmy Mars over here, he's coming back to Earth and claiming his stake on Mars. you got to send some motherfuckers to stop that shit. (laughs) I saw the expanse. I know what happens. (laughs) Manifest destiny, but on a different planet. And that's another part of this. You know, like, why, why did the... America, why did America really push for a moon landing and not just share their science with Russian, the Russian? Because that's go- not the American way. We're here to take shit. Yeah, we're able to kick shit, kick ass. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this all comes from, you know, John F. Kennedy from 1961 saying we were meant to put a man on the moon and we're going to fucking do it. Now, he didn't get to see it. No. His brother didn't get to see it. Oh, he died shit. Of, no, he, died he got killed. Yeah. So his other brother did, but he was probably, you know, in a car with a woman's head between his with legs. The, with the, <laughs> a seatbelt on, driving yeah. off a pier. <laughs> yeah, he's in Nantucket. <laughs> Didn't have the time, sorry, yeah. he's busy. Yeah, he's <laughs> a fucking broken clam over here. You know, just... <laughs> I think the only one that was able that had the time was Joe Kennedy, the dad. 
Yeah. But he was too fucking stoic to say anything. Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> fucking bootlegger, too. Yeah. He's fucking Irish. <laughs> Irish Catholic, so you know it's bad. Yeah. Who would have thought a bunch of Irish Catholics would have been like, yeah, we're going to go to America and put a man on the moon. <laughs> Who would have thought a bunch of Irish Catholics would cheat on their wives? <laughs> Have you seen the Family Guy like uh, story of uh, Ireland? And it's just this technological masterpiece, oh, yeah, and he's just they, like, "Hey, McLeary's back." He invented this thing called whiskey. They just start beating <laughs> shit, out of each and other. it just turns into the fucking bog Irish, <laughs> the Irish bar fight. Yeah, it just turns turns a great, beautiful city into a fucking like huts you see in like Braveheart. <laughs> Just this this amalgam of nothing. Uh, it's just like at that point in time, I don't think we really envisioned any of it working. It was one of those things where it should not have happened, but it happened anyway. What well, to, to kind of expand on this? I will, uh, we'll probably talk about it more another thing. So this is, this is kind of more of an existential crisis type situation. I'm curious. Do you believe in life after love? Yeah. Well, Cher said. <laughs> she was on that Navy ship half naked. Fucking, she was ready to rock. Hey, she looks good for her age, okay? <laughs> she looks good for a mannequin. <laughs> Cher might be a Martian. Yeah. Well, like, well, speaking of that, like, do you believe that at any point during the Apollo mission that they may have seen anything a little bit out of the usual like a ufo or something just along those lines something that would be enough to alarm you if um, you were to see it yeah you know because it is you know remember, so going into it space is vast there it's 1969 you're not you're seeing some shit no one else is gonna fucking see on a pov level that no one well, ever it's, it's funny you mention this and i, I don't mean to cut you off because no, it's good. just something no, the, i really think you would find fascinating um there was an astronaut and it's actually i think it's the same guy that you see tiktoks of or uh, the dude that's been on youtube he's a balding guy mm -hmm. mustache on the international space station mm -hmm. it was either him or it was uh somebody else in the group before him that was talking about an incident that occurred on the iss when somebody was doing a spacewalk doing you know routine maintenance and he was yeah. inside keeping contact making sure they were okay keeping an eye on the line um and he was speaking to them as they were going and he looked out the window and he asked are you trying to come back in are you finished like are you is your task completed mm -hmm. and the person on the other line's going no why because they could see what looked like an astronaut's helmet with the sun visor peeking in through one of the portholes and looking at him and then when he heard that response he turned around there was nothing there i mean there's been incidents where they've seen objects moving at a very far distance uh that that panel that i was speaking to had mentioned seeing some strange things but didn't really delve into it because i feel like the government makes them sign a contract Kind of like uh, any time, like an you pretty much like uh, any time special forces goes on a mission, they're not supposed to mention it for uh, like twenty plus years. Mac V Sog is a great example of that. Mm. You know, all the missions in Cambodia and Laos. The reason why we didn't know about it, they signed paperwork t telling them after twenty years you can say something. I feel like it was the same thing because it was a lot of the guys were ex-military. They could still hold that over them. 
especially during that time period too dealing with the communists you're dealing with something that's a very big thing especially for the cultural uh significance of not only the united states but capitalism in general yeah uh, so there's the great the there's like six different theories on how everything will turn out and in the end when i'm in the end i mean the end um but it comes down to two things is do you believe aliens exist yeah definitely there has to be other life out there it can't just be us okay and th- there's two meanings behind this aliens exist or aliens don't exist both are fucking terrifying equally in their own light e- equally in their own light uh do you believe that it's a good idea to try to communicate outward? Like, shoot a flare in the air and say, hey, guys, we're here. Where are you at? I think it's better off to fucking, if we encounter something like that, mm-hmm. communication tread as lightly as you possibly can. Because something that might be colloquial to us could be something that can completely mean a fucking act of war to some other species. Because Stephen Hawking said we need to stop immediately. With any sort of space exploration? Communication. Stop sending signals in space. No shit. uh, Stop sending SOSs. Stop sending any kind of welcome message in space. Um, Just for the similar fact that he said this will end the way Columbus ended what is now North America. It's going to end that way. Slavery and... Where we're going to be slaughtered. Mass genocide. Yeah. Um, And there's there's a... there's a book about this I read, and it's kind of hard to find. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was aliens were showing were, were destroyed half the planet in one shot. We didn't see it coming because Fuck. they heard the original message, "Hey, we're out here," and they saw how fast we were moving, and they built something faster. And by the time we would have get to the point where we would even be on par with one ship, they sent thirty and shit slammed one right into us. Yeah, but like that, that it, was, it was a it was a crazy you know science fiction. Of course, um, of like like starship troopers where it's a bug creatures. Yeah, yeah, and you know squash them. I'm doing my part, goddamn it. Yeah, <laughs> just annihilate them, man. Yeah. Like destroy every like thing that they've ever touched. <laughs> so I believe you know. And I can't, like, we can't say if there are aliens or not. There's proof of something out there. You know, there's millions of fucking planets that are habitable. Life, billions of galaxies. Life finds a way, as Steven Spielberg made him say that line. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've always thought it would be amazing if we were the first to, wow, yeah, to be beings. I we, mean, we're at the beginning. Kind of like uh, going back into earlier in our conversation with uh, the statement that time is relevant. Mm-hmm. It's never ending, nor is it ever really truly beginning. Yeah. So I'm, I'm more to the, to the subscriber of time is only relevant. Time only exists if someone's able to write it down. Exactly. But. Do you think I, I, life like that could be the same kind of way? Where it's, I don't, I don't believe there's another set of life forms like us in space. Like us in what ways? Just human intelligent enough to go into space. 
I could see that, but I now now I love this. I would love to be wrong. Oh, I'd love of to be wrong about half the shit I say, say out loud. <laughs> I would love to be wrong about it's thrilling to kill a man in a hot air balloon with a rifle. <laughs> I mean, you have kind of an unfair advantage, so. <laughs> it's the most dangerous game. It's that fucking putt-putt. Okay, well, <laughs> you're in a fucking Zeppelin, dude, flying above trees. What does he have to defend himself? Sticks God. And God. <laughs> he has his faith. <laughs> People have done scary shit with faith. Look at Joan of Arc and the ashes. What kind of ice man shit is that? Just start praying, motherfucker. <laughs> that's some fucking iceberg killing. That's some ice ice man killing shit right there. Just pray, pray to your God to stop me right now. <laughs> you got five minutes. <laughs> shit. Oh, I guess he didn't show. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most dangerous game but on Mars. <laughs> oh my god. With a, with a fucking star destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> dance, motherfucker, dance. <laughs> Star Wars would have been handled very quickly if they just let the space Nazis do what they're fucking told and not listen to this religious leader who was part of the Taliban. Bro, you're not wrong, though. No, the Jedi of the Taliban. And Darth Vader is a fucking D- televangelist, technically. I-, I was going to say a sleeper cell, but sleeper that works, cell. too. Because yeah. he eventually turned. Well, you know the whole joke was like all the star- some of the stormtroopers after the Death Star blew up? Man, I heard Darth Vader's last name is Skywalker. And you know that fucker who blew up the Death Star? His name was Skywalker, too. No way. Nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> nah, I could be wrong. God, I fucking hope so. I, I really hope right, so. Wait, hold on. You ready to do this thing to Dagobah real quick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But man, I heard some stories about Dagobah. <laughs> There's a little mutant wizard that lives on that motherfucker. It almost kind of looks like one of those Muppets. <laughs> like Muppet. <laughs> like that one that talked to James Gandolfini? Yeah. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that like guy. that one that no. talked to James Gandolfini. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's... I think I heard a story. Neil Armstrong had said something when he came back, um, and that's where they came up with the pre notion of people in quarantine before they come back. Fuck. Um, so the whole the, the notion of quarantine for astronauts before they come back is any diseases that may have formed or may have been contacted, which is smart, you know. You and it kind of sure. goes into the same thing of Columbus coming across the yeah. uh, ocean, bringing diseases from Europe. Yeah, and it works great in the movie Species, too. Yes, <laughs> yes. For, you're not wrong, yeah. though, dude. Yes. Yeah, because he, he, he gets loose and starts fucking and killing a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. I forgot uh, about Species. I don't. That's a, that's that's awesome a fucking, that's a nutty movie, Species, man. too, is better. It's yes. Fuck, it's, it, they go to Mars. <laughs> that makes it even... At least it's not Ghosts of Mars. <laughs> you don't like Ghosts of Mars? I love Ghosts of Mars. I was just testing the water. So. It's, it's the one movie where Jason Statham gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. I just It's hard to say for me, like, on the belief of moon landing and everything. Um, well, not just not the hard to say the moon landing. I believe the moon landing happened. I think, and my buddy brought it up, one of the people who didn't believe the moon landing happened was, why don't we go back? And I... I kind of said, why would you go back? There's nothing there. There's You're just no- reinventing the wheel at that point. Oh, it's just like, how many times can you fucking hit a home run before the other team just goes home? Yeah. You know, like... It's, You're not wrong. But, like, another part is there's nothing on the moon that we know of. NASA, no resources. NASA, yeah, there's, it's dust. It's a giant rock that we probably shouldn't fuck with. I mean, the only thing that the moon ever really does for Earth is a lot of times just controlling tides and yeah. uh, plants, stuff like that, nocturnal animals. You know, it helps ecosystems here, but mm. itself, it, it's devoid of anything. Now, do you believe the theory that uh, when the Earth was formed, it was struck by the moon? 
and the moon formed into a spherical object because of gravity. Uh, I it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy theory. So, like, the Earth it was a sh- just a rock, right. basically. It had a core, but um, an object as large as the moon had struck the Earth, and the residual effect is the Earth formed itself through the... Um, the what do you call it the expansion of the core so the core of the earth was exposed and created you know basically like heat so heat created carbon carbon created you know a, a shitty atmosphere basically but you know with all things in space that float around together they tend to collide and combine and so now we have an earth and a moon and it kind of knocked its way out into the goldilocks zone yeah of where it is in the solar system have you ever heard that theory that like, the moon had struck the Earth? I have. Um, I I don't know how to take that one. Yeah. It, it's very hard for me to form a, a strong or concise opinion on it mm-hmm. because I really think anything's possible with space. Yeah. I mean, they, Do you they think just, Pluto's a planet? Oh, of course. That's a, that's mm. easy. That, that's, you heard it here, folks. He chooses right Twix. You're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best Twix, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, the factory's got better benefits. I remember where they said that. I remember where they talked. You remember where they came out with that? The whole the moon uh, isn't a planet. It's a it's some other classification because and people lost their fucking minds. Well, it's because it's smaller than the moon. But at the same time, though, it doesn't orbit anything. It orbits it, the sun. It orbits the sun like any other planet. I mean, it, it, it's. Well, there's also another planet that they thought was orbiting. Oh, the sun, uh, planet uh, X. Yeah, but they haven't been able to. Because that, that that last uh, Voyager got some really great shots of Pluto, yeah, and apparently it has a giant heart on it, a giant shaped like cartoon heart on it. That's so cool, and that it's ever changing because of the way the surface of Pluto is. Yeah, uh, it like rains like nickel or some shit. Yeah, free, uh, freezing like shards of nickel. It's yeah. freezing ice rain. <laughs> yeah, and that kind of reminds me of like Venus. It, it fucking rains mercury. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I like how they just uh, just go into the naming of the planets. Like, hey, what's the fastest one that goes around the sun? Mercury. It's, it's the fastest one that goes around. It was uh, from the Hermes. Roman god Hermes, yeah. or the Greek god Hermes that became the Roman yeah. god um, you know, Mercury. You, you can copy my homework, but not all of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that, that theory of the Roman and Greek. <laughs> my, my favorite my favorite expression is still like, while the Greeks were busy thinking, the Romans came in, conquered them, and said, well, what do you think about that? <laughs> By the way. That's a Tony Soprano shit. <laughs> for real. That's a Tony Soprano move. What do you think about that? <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> Breathing like a goddamn asthmatic. <laughs> Even Plato. But no, like, it's like, the, what's the largest? What is, you know, Jupiter, Zeus? Yep, yeah, no. Saturn is uh, Air. Is, no, wait, Mars is supposed to be like Aries. Mm-hmm. Venus is uh, the love, the uh, hottest planet because the- Mercury's not actually the hottest planet because of its atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mercury really kind of bothers me because Mercury almost has little to no atmosphere because of its proximity to the sun. No, I mean, it, it, takes, gets, it takes on sun flares and stuff like that. Yeah, it's the target of sun flares. Yeah, because it's right fucking there. 
We're actually due for a sudden flare in November, actually. Uh, so watch yourself on folks. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's going to fry. This shit's going to fry. We're all, the whole fucking system's going down, man. <laughs> oh, shit. They said that shit in 2018, twice. too. Just like the whole goddamn country's going to shit because Listen, of the sudden flare. Nothing happened. Y2K didn't happen, so I've been disappointed with these doomsday prophecies. If, yeah. I, I'm convinced that the only one that's going to come true is the fishmen coming out of the fucking ocean. Oh, some HP Lovecraft shit. Right some HP Lovecraft, some Dagon type of shit. Yeah. Where the, the fishmen come out with tridents. I mean, traditional they look like the fucking murlocs from world of warcraft same noises and everything <laughs> some call of cthulhu type shit yeah pretty much my name is dave <laughs> <laughs> just comes out with the fucking tentacles my name's dave <laughs> my name's dave and i work it <laughs> can you stop calling me cthulhu <laughs> and like is there any like science fiction uh like movies you think would probably be they kind of reference the moon landing a little bit other than 18 apollo 18 Moon with Sam uh, Rockwell. Oh, where's clones? And he's harvesting nothing. And that's... Uh, <laughs> well, I wanted to kind of bring that one up, too, when you were talking about it. it is there anything... Uh, like when we were mentioning the uh, uh, disclosure paperwork that you would have to fill out. Mm. I feel like if they could do something like that, who's to say they wouldn't have them fill out similar paperwork or keep that under wraps as long as possible? Same with the Martian. Keep something mm. like that under wraps as long as possible. If you saw something, no, you fucking didn't. Don't worry about what you saw. Because yeah. I, I think about quite a lot of stuff leading up to this point, too, especially under President Eisenhower in the 50s with the Majestic 12 and that whole concept. I mean, that's a whole different rabbit hole to go yeah. down here, but I kind of feel like it feeds into this in a way because space aliens, space exploration, I mean, it's kind of the segue to yeah. it. You, we, we understand an environment or learn more about like uh, an environment or ecosystem before we actually start going there and checking it out. Yeah. And I would like to break this up because I think we have enough to talk about on this one. But the hollow moon. Oh, God. <sighs> You've heard of the hollow moon theory. Yes, I've heard. You know, the one that seems a little bit more plausible, I, I just like the concept of thinking maybe there is a hollow earth theory, but it's like Agartha where it's the fucking like middle earth where there's another world existing within ours not like quite Hob like city of ember but like hobbits hobbit type shit lord of the rings type of shit communists <laughs> communists <laughs> that's where they all went <laughs> yeah, that's where they all went stalin didn't die he just went into the earth yeah there's 12 million people who killed just went to see the hollow earth <laughs> I, look i even dug a hole for them <laughs> good for them now every time i hear hollow earth i think of the the godzilla Oh fuck! I forgot how he's able to travel so fast. <laughs> he just goes into different tunnels and comes yeah, out. It's fucking fantastic. Now the hollow moon theory. Enlighten me on that a little bit so, more. So the hollow moon theory uh, is that the moon. So it varies much like flat Earth because uh, some people flat Earth believe it's a dome, believe it's a disc. Mm. Um, oddly enough, they believe all the other planets exist as planets. Yeah, but ours is flat. Um, Okay, cool. I, I guess. What that about works. Spaceship Earth, man? Oh, Ron Hubbard. <laughs> All right, God. <laughs> Have you had your Thetans checked lately, man? <laughs> Did you pay your Scientologist? Hey, you think that's crazy? You know Celestial T? Yeah. Yeah, they're a cult too. Are you shitting me? Yeah, they're fun. Like racist fun. Oh no! Fuck, dude. Yeah, I went down a rabbit hole talking about the moon. Like I, I, Bro, I started, I started the fuck at the out of here. I literally started with the moon, and then it ended up on fucking green tea. <laughs> what the fuck, yeah. man? So the hollow, or the hollow moon is that the moon is 
probably a spaceship of some kind that monitors the earth basically a death star yeah like a death star uh, others are there's an alien species in the moon that have, just, well, that, is just, that have just been chill, chilling this whole time others it's it varies you know on and on um some of it is like um uh, the moon is where earthlings really come from i've heard it's like <laughs> uh white people come from uh that's a fun one that's uh white that's, people aren't from earth that's a fun fucking conspiracy i i i, I got told that by a drunk I, I was about to say i'm not drunk enough to even think that yeah but that's part of the, <laughs> when i looked at when i delved into it more it was part of hollow earth and hollow moon um and do i think you, i think do you do now i will say this you know with some of the conspiracies we've talked about do you believe that these conspiracies are dangerous in any way that could affect society in a in a malcontent kind of way dangerous um for people to know people to discuss or dangerous if true either yeah, was, i mean let's let's say we years from now uh because it's coming up uh we find out who really shot jfk I love how you said that. It's coming up. <laughs> well, yeah, like all those people are pretty much dead now. Oh, yeah. yeah so, so. so, like, the, the record on that one is kind of unsealed. Yeah. Um, or that our kids, grandkids, find out that 9-11 was done by homeless people that Giuliani <laughs> tried to kill. <laughs> it was just them getting back at the city of New York. Yeah. yeah. Broken I... glass laws the nuts. <laughs> Stop and frisk my fucking ass. <laughs> I kill a ball. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> he just turns into that guy from Robocop 2 holding the baby. Oh my I'll fucking... kill it. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> I'll do it, man. I'll do it. Or, you know, in the, in the future when we find out that birds aren't real. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they're just, they're, they're listening devices. Yeah. Cell phones. Since... Cell phones are not listening to you. It's the birds. It's the fucking birds, man. <laughs> they use the cell phones to throw you off the track of the birds. No, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like... They land on paralyzes or charging port. <laughs> just, oh, it's, it's so much, so much cool you shit. You could run with that, dude. I, One I guy be... did. Oh, fuck. Are you serious? As a joke. And he went on CNN. And he, he was just like, you know, I made this shit you up. You know right? what? I was originally going to say no, ju- but just because you brought that... Con- fucking accidental conspiracy theory up yes they could be dangerous because people there's somebody that is delusional enough to believe that if people are going to believe that there's the the flat earth sort of thing going on that we're under this fucking dome like it's a goddamn truman show or it's like fucking springfield when the epa got a little too handsy Epa, Epa. Epa. but uh that way i just i consider i consider the people who think you know i I want people to question. I want people, you know, yeah, to go forth. And I know some of these questions can be sought after in a in a negative light. Uh, Very it, much. Yes. You, a lot of it is the government telling you, "Shut the fuck up! I just told you what happened." You don't need to ask any more questions. Why the fuck are you asking questions? Yeah, it's not real cool of you to keep asking questions. <laughs> and I think a lot of that is just the mis- it, it it propagates mistrust between the government and the people. Now, I'm not talking about fully trust. No, of course not. You can't. I, I'm maybe a Republican on paper, but I'm an arco socialist when it comes to a lot of things. No, I'm with uh, you on that. I'm, I'm not saying black bag of copper or anything. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, keep one on you. 
<laughs> just in case. Just in case. <laughs> this is soup for my family. <laughs> I'm not saying laws are just trivial uh, rules for the poor by ethnocentric group that is in charge, but I am saying that. <laughs> That laws are constructs and aren't real. I'm not saying that taxation is theft, but property tax is understandable. Oh man, I could go. I could go into a well, a laudanum induced fucking coma trying to explain what? to you why democracy is better. My question is: Would government policy uh, transfer from Earth to, let's say, there's a colony on Mars that we establish? just from something like that or is it just from if we decide to do something with the moon or the moon turns out to be a fucking base well that's the great thing about law it doesn't create itself until the a matter brings itself into an existence gotcha if there was there wasn't a hey don't kill anybody. hey why are these all these hispanics over here working at farms and shit i don't know all i know is if we want to get rid of them we got to make marijuana illegal <laughs> the only fucking thing that's helping yep. those guys get through that bullshit it's yeah, so it's, mundane yep. <laughs> hey what is uh what's what's the tail end of slavery look like uh cutting white people heads off hey what, what what's the law we can keep that from happening don't teach black people to read <laughs> fucking christ you know when it, a situation arises you create a law whether it's oppressive or whether it's beneficial, sometimes one and the same, depending yep. on if you're on the right side. All laws are oppressive in some way. They oppress someone. Now, I'm not saying murder's okay, but you are oppressing a guy's you know, freedom of murder in some way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that guy he killed kind of deserved it. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, for real. But, like, it was a good Klondike bar, man. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> but, like, I... I I really wonder, like, with the hollow moon theory, could it be a base? Fuck. I mean, I'd love it to be just for the sake of going, well, shit, George Lucas really wasn't that far off with the Death Star. But to have that amount of funding, I mean... But then again, you know what I think about? Do you remember those images that came out on Google Earth? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they added the moon as kind of like a, an expansion pack. But, like, they uh, allowed you to look on the surface of the moon. They had satellites that took pictures of it. And if you went to a certain quadrant, uh, latitude and longitude part, you would find these black uh, rectangles with red lights emanating from them. Did you ever see that? No. It was on YouTube back in the day. and it, Back it, when YouTube was still cool? Back, yes, right at the turn of when YouTube's kind of slowly, like the very beginning, it started going down. Back when InfoWars was about the truth. Yeah, when it first started out, too. It was right around the beginning of InfoWars, but it wasn't really discussed outside of just individuals mentioning it. Like, it wasn't anything on InfoWars, for example, nothing on, like, the Young Turks, nothing on news at that platform or even anything larger or even Young smaller <laughs> yeah that's a fucking that's a whole different story hey where did you get your name from people who kill armenians <laughs> shit for re- dude you're not wrong yeah god um, you're not wrong no it's just like when it comes to like ufos and stuff like that or just what we perceive might be like a base on a moon or something like that i think that's more of uh like kind of like the guy in the uh iss who thought he saw an astronaut I think that's 
space madness. That can happen. It's like cabin fever. I, I remember reading about that. It, it is like cabin fever. I mean, you do start to lose it because you're isolated. It's the same concept mm-hmm. as like the guys in the thing. If the thing never existed, and if it was just like the hateful eight, which is basically the thing without a monster, it's everybody mm-hmm. else becoming the monster. You know, you mm-hmm. go, you develop cabin fever, especially yeah. being in that one spot every fucking day. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to say. Um, uh, but go back to just the conspiracy itself. The way they were able to debunk all this. Um, and, you know, we do have some unanswered questions. Why don't we go back to the moon? Why, why don't we try to build a, a, a temporary pilot base on the moon as yeah. you know with you know like we do the international space station a refueling station like or, that or just, yeah. just the pilot station just like a forward operating base yeah like they did in the independence day 2 movie <laughs> oh like, like like an international you know joint fob fob um on the moon as just like hey this is another point of view i understand they shouldn't because you know as soon as it turns dark it's going to get fucking cold but yeah you know what I'm saying? like. But if we have the technology for these suits and also ISS to sustain life and to provide for people that are living there for months at a time, for almost close to a year, sometimes even over a year of being in, uh, in space, who's to say we aren't able to do it there, too, have something else set up? Uh, and I wonder if that's just not in our crosshairs anymore. Mm. I guess it's it's kind of like what you said before. If you're always hitting home runs, you know, the other team's eventually going to go home. Yeah. And also the people are going to lose interest. If you're constantly doing the same fucking thing, people aren't really going to be fascinated by it anymore. Yeah. There's not going to be a public approval. Now, you know, with NASA, like you said, it's kind of going out the door on their end other than shooting satellites at the space. Pretty much. Um so you think it may just be privatization of space travel? I think so. And I think also with privatization comes profitability. Mm. Is there any profit? Is there anything that could be lucrative in terms of an economic sense on uh, the moon as opposed to Mars? What do we have on the moon? Rocks. There's really nothing there. I mean, if you want to build a fucking casino there, I guarantee people are going to go there. Have you heard about the plan to send people to Mars if yeah. you don't have money? Yeah. Yeah. And you never come back. <laughs> a, a, basically, a uh, feudal like servitude system on Mars. Are you shitting me? Yeah. So, so like the Americas when they ended slavery, they didn't really end slavery. They created sharecropping. Um, sharecropping is slavery with more steps. Uh, Same with the Jim Crow laws. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a different kind of thing. So imagine Jim Crow on Mars. Jim Spaceman. Jim Uh, Spaceman. (laughs) Um, But with uh, the idea was if someone like me or you wanted to go to Mars, they're going to need people who need to work on Mars for the people who want to live on Mars. Of course. So. Slave labor. Labor. (laughs) We don't. Yeah. It's not slavery. It's sharecropping. (laughs) More steps. We need blood and sacrifice. Blood, sweat, and tears builds countries. You're Uh, doing the right thing. And guns. It's it's all for the greater good. Now, I will say this. Do you see, like, let's say we land on the moon. Let's say we kick ass, start doing this, this, and this, start making bases, figure out how to not 
die of the rust dust that's constantly hitting them on a daily fucking basis. They don't get cancer and die. Or a giant fucking rock doesn't kill you. Yeah, or a giant like F7 hurricane or tornado that's actually on Mars <laughs> yeah. would fucking blow you the fuck up. Tear uh, you in half. Yeah, let's let's say let's say we you know, constant, you know, regeneration, constant, you know, supply, no breaks in the supply chain. Do you think that at any point during that time they're just going to have like a revolt and just kill each other? Like some red faction shit? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Not Probably. so much red faction as much as oh god, what's a what's a dated reference? <laughs> a dated reference. <laughs> a dated reference. More, more of like a stranger in a strange land where all that's left is a child kind of situation and it's just like Technically, they own it. <laughs> yeah, technically, it's still Earth's property. Yeah. But I think... I do like how sci-fi kind of handles these topics with yeah. uh, some of the facts that they have. So, like, the, uh, the gravity on the moon. Or the gra- fourth. Yeah, the gravity on Mars, though, is also different. And uh, they handle this with a sci- uh, science fiction story of a, a kid who was born on Mars, lived his whole life, came to Earth, and he's slowly dying because the gravity is crushing his organs. Yeah. <laughs> I remember hearing about that. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'm, the horror part of the It's of basically space the bends in reverse. Instead yeah. of coming out from the ocean, you're coming in from space. Yeah. <laughs> now, like, on another podcast, you know, we, we love to hear about space, but what's under the fucking ocean? And that's what always deep, gets the, me the deep too. Fucking dark, man. We're, we're, we're more concerned in regards to c- constructing these conspiracy theories about if the moon landing uh, was real, but we don't even know more than ten percent about our own fucking oceans. We've never really delved that deep. We we find new species each and every decade, each and every year. It seems. Yeah. I mean, there's a species of jellyfish that's native to uh, the Pacific Ocean, out a few hundred miles off the coast of Japan. That's fucking immortal. Yeah. Cannot die unless you know you, you fucking squish it or something. But theoretically, it does not have an actual lifespan. It is born and it continuously lives. And yet, yeah, really fucking fascinating. I found out about this just from uh, like a random ass YouTube videos. Like a tardigrade. What's that? Like a tardigrade. Uh, kind of, kind of. Um, An it, extinction proof life form. Pretty much, like it survived the extinction level event of millions of years ago. But because by being in the sea, it was unaffected, especially being as low as it was. Oh, you know what I say. Fire up the hot air balloon, Mortimer. We gotta grab this gun. <laughs> We're just gonna drop sea mines and see what comes up. I got your ass. I got your. <laughs> There's that fucking cracking motherfucker. I knew he existed. Yeah. See that shit? <laughs> well, folks, I'm going to end it here. We'll be back again with another conspiracy or a cryptid or maybe even a cult for you. Hell yeah! You never know. Three C's, baby. Woo! Ooh.